Good morning, sports fans. You are listening to Garrison Talk Sports. It is Monday morning, October 23rd, and we are going to go over a, a rundown of everything across the sports world that happened over this weekend, uh, kicking off, no pun intended, with college football, as uh, we are going to go over the games I talked about uh, on Saturday morning, uh, starting off with Michigan versus Penn State. Michigan no longer in the top 25 as they have lost two straight now, this time at the hands of Penn State. Penn State defeated Michigan 42-13. to uh, The game was relatively close in the first half as the half ended with a 21-13 lead in favor of Penn State. Uh, as the second half came around, Penn State went on to score 21 unanswered as they defeated Michigan 42 to 13 in Happy Valley. Shaquan Barkley, or Saquon Barkley, excuse me, had another outstanding day as he picked up a pair of touchdowns. Uh, Michigan just no answer offensively other than that second quarter where they put up their 13 only 13 points of the day. Um, Again, Michigan is just kind of a, a struggle or a dumpster fire offensively as of right now. Coach Harbaugh is going to look, have to look to figure some things out soon if they want a chance um, for competing later this season. Uh, moving on, we also talked about USC and Notre Dame. Uh, USC came into Notre Dame, uh, the Notre Dame game, hoping to stay in the football, uh, the play, college football playoff conversation. Notre Dame also hoping to do the same. Both of them only had one loss on the season, and Notre Dame came out victorious, 49-14. to USC now out of playoff con- contention. Uh, they fell to number 21 in the top 25 poll, whereas Notre Dame looked extremely impressive uh, on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they made Sam Darnold's day a nightmare. Uh, the running backs of USC couldn't really get anything going. Um, and uh, they pressured Darnold quite a bit for, uh, with a couple sacks, a couple turnovers. Uh, and then offensively, Notre Dame was able to do basically whatever they wanted. Uh, they jumped out on f- top 28 nothing at the half. USC put up 14 in the third, and that's all we would hear from him as Notre Dame rolls on. Uh, Notre Dame now squarely in the uh, college football playoff talk. Uh, They do have to win out to remain in that, but they are now number nine in the college football poll. Uh, As we look across the top top 25 in college football, Alabama still remains at number one uh, with all 61 votes uh, for that ranking. They defeated uh, Tennessee in a landslide effort. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the score of that one. I believe it was 49 to 7. Uh, let me just look it up here just to be sure. Uh, in any case, Tennessee has got to be thinking about moving on from Butch Jones. Uh, he has had no success this season. Early on, they were 3-0. 45-7, that was the score. Alabama now 8-0. Um, Butch Jones is... Butch Jones' seat, I would argue, is not even a hot seat anymore. I would argue it's an ejector seat. He's already gone. Tennessee... Uh, is going to be looking for a head coach in the near future. Um, Penn State, again, stays at number two. Georgia stays at number three. TCU at number four. Wisconsin rounding out that top five with Ohio State and Clemson nipping at their heels at six and seven. Miami stays at number eight. Uh, They picked up a tough win against Syracuse. We talked about that one on Saturday. Um, And then Notre Dame, Oklahoma round out the top ten. Uh, moving on, we go to the NFL. Uh, I was going to do an NFL bit uh, yesterday, but 
Um, just got a little too busy before, so I wasn't able to do it. Uh, but as we look at across the, the games that happened yesterday, uh, some things that stuck out to me, uh, the Seahawks improved to 4-2 and two on the season as they defeat uh, the beleaguered Giants 24-7. Uh, it was a tough one to watch if you're a Giants fan. The Giants just have no offense at all. Eli Manning looks like he's washed up, unfortunately. Um, and, and they just couldn't get anything going, really, uh, on offense. Whereas their defense played pretty well. Kept the Seahawks in check most of the game, other than a couple of flute plays here and there. Um, so we'll see where, what happens next for the Giants. They fall to 1-6 and six now. Giant, or Seahawks 4-2. and two. Uh, across, Elsewhere, uh, the Chargers got another win, uh, defeating the Broncos 21-zip. Uh, Patriots, again... The Patriots continue to haunt the Falcons uh, as they took them down 23-7. to Falcons have really struggled this season to keep in rhythm as they fall at the hand of Tom Brady and the Patriots 23-7 to in Foxborough. Uh, it looks like the Patriots are starting to get back into rhythm after a couple first few weeks. Uh, they're a team to look out for going forward. Uh, as far as the rest of the NFL is concerned, we look at the standings. <clears throat> Just spoke about the Patriots. They lead the AFC East after a slow start. Now at five and two, they've won three straight. The Bills at four and two after their win yesterday. Dolphins have also won three straight. Now at four and two, then uh, the Jets bring up the rear at three and four. Still a pretty solid start for the Jets com campaign. Many expected them to be winless at this point, and here they are, uh, right in the thick of things in the middle of the pack. Looking at the AFC West, the Chiefs at 5-2. They've lost two straight, this time at the hands of the Raiders, and in what was an extremely close game. Uh, it came down to the wire, and that was one of the most bizarre endings we've seen in an in a NFL game, as the Raiders, I believe, had three or four opportunities to punch it into the end zone. They finally capitalized on the last play uh, and take the win in a close one. Uh, even though the Chiefs have lost two straight, they're still up two games over everyone in that division. Down to the AFC, uh, up to the AFC North, excuse me. Uh, the Steelers lead by at least two games over everyone in the division. The Ravens come in at three and four. They're in second. They've lost two straight, and Joe Flacco has looked anything but, you know, an NFL quarterback. He's had a horrible season thus far. Um, and I really don't understand why people call him elite. He is anything but um, just uh, just poor performances across the board this season for him. And uh, the Ravens hope to rebound going forward. Bengals played the Steelers yesterday and were unable to get anything going. They fell at the hands of their rivals 29-14. And Andy Dalton, on one of the final plays of the game had a chance to keep the ball moving for the Bengals uh, on a fourth down play. And uh, granted, it wasn't an easy play. It was fourth and 10 plus yards, but he throws it away on fourth down when they needed something, anything. You got to keep the ball in play there. Um, and he was unable to do so. So moving on, uh, we'll see how they respond from two and four. The Browns remain one of the last winless teams in the league alongside the 49ers at 0-7. Couldn't get anything going offensively as they fell to the Titans 12-9 in overtime, may I add. Um, Deshaun Kaiser was sat in that game after two first-half interceptions, likely 
not the starter going forward any longer. Um, we move on to the AFC South. Uh, the Titans lead the division at four and three, but the Jaguars are right there with them at, at four and three. Both of these teams extremely inconsistent. One moment they look like playoff contenders, the next they look like they're slipping back into their old ways. So who knows who's going to come out of this division? And also the Texans at three and three, even with the loss of J.J. Watt, represent you know a tough matchup for really any team, especially the way Deshaun Watson has played. Uh, they play the Seahawks this coming weekend. That'll be a game to look out for. Uh, the Colts spring up the rear in that division at two and five. Sounds like Andrew Luck has suffered a setback in his road to recovery. We'll see how that progresses. In the NFC East, Monday Night Football is hosted by the NFC East tonight as the Eagles and Redskins prepare to do battle. Eagles coming at 5-1. and one. Very impressive start so far with Carson Wentz leading the way. Redskins, they've had their moments, uh, but they've also had moments where they have not looked like a contender, if they want to remain relevant in the playoff discussion, it'd be huge if they could win a game here against the Eagles and distance themselves from the Cowboys who sit at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Down to the NFC West, we talked about the Seahawks moving to 4-2 and two after their win over the Giants. The Rams sit at 5-2, and two, the surprise team of the NFL this season um, with their 33-0 win over the Cardinals. The Cardinals did lose Carson Palmer in that game to a broken arm, left arm, uh, likely out at least eight weeks. And then in the NFC North, Vikings at 5-2 and two lead that division. And the NFC South, the Saints lead that division at 4-2. and two. Moving on to baseball, the Astros won two straight over the Yankees to punch their ticket to their second all-time appearance in the World Series. Last time they made it was in 2005, I believe. Uh, this time they'll be taking on the LA Dodgers. Both teams have had extremely strong postseasons and extremely strong pitching staffs, which is exactly what you need to make it to the World Series. So I think this is going to be an extremely interesting um, World Series. That being said, I really like the Dodgers in this series simply because of their offensive firepower when you look at that lineup. Um, you know, the Astros, I think, are going to hang with them and make it a tough series, maybe six or seven games. But I got to give my edge to the Dodgers here in this one. They just look like the team to beat. We'll be doing uh, game previews for this series as it goes along. Um, take a look at the starting pitching, the starting and the who's starting the rotation, the relievers, etc. And then we'll also take a look at you know just some insight into the game. Maybe have some uh, expert interviews in on our station. Stay tuned for that. Uh, last but not least, let's take a look at the NBA schedule. Had some great games over the weekend, but uh, as far as today's schedule, uh, we take a look at games that might be of interest. Uh, we've got the uh, Spurs and Raptors taking place today at 5.30. Um, we've got the Grizzlies and Rockets. Grizzlies have looked very impressive, including a win over the Golden State Warriors. Uh, that, that game should be an interesting one. Warriors in action again today, taking on the Mavericks, hoping to improve on that 1-2 and two record thus far. Defensively, it's been a struggle for them, uh, but the Mavericks, I just think it's going to be a long season for them. They just, they always seem to kind of have the, a hash job, or a, kind of a patchwork roster. Uh, Mark Cuban just kind of scrapes up whatever he can as far as free agency is concerned and puts the roster out on the court. That's been the trend for this franchise for the past five seasons, it seems like. 
ever since they are, or six seasons, excuse me, ever since they were in that uh, NBA Finals against the Miami Heat, where they won. It just hasn't been the same ever since. Um, Wizards versus Nuggets today at six. And then lastly, the Kings and the Suns at seven. But I wouldn't be shocked if anybody watched that. Um, both of those franchises are in free fall at the moment. Uh, Eric Bledsoe of the Phoenix Suns saying he wants out of Phoenix. So it's going to be interesting to see if there's a trade possibility out of this one and who has the chance to pick him up. As a Spurs fan, I wouldn't mind seeing him come to our franchise. Um, teams that could probably use him, uh, the Clippers, uh, DeAndre Jordan, a former teammate of his, Eric Bledsoe, actually played there early on in his career. Uh, DeAndre Jordan tweeted out to him, you know, for him to come home. Uh, Clippers could use him, and that would be an excellent replacement to Chris Paul, whom they lost over the summer in free agency. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how NBA teams react to his you know desire to get out of Phoenix, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see who picks him up going forward or who makes an offer for him. Um, only time will tell. Uh, stay tuned later today, guys. I'm going to try and get out a Monday Night Football you know prediction and pregame show. Uh, also going to look up some other news and other headlines that I think are worth mentioning tonight. If I have time, you know, college student, a lot of homework. Uh, we'll see how uh, how the day transpires. Um, anyways, guys, have a great rest of your Monday. Uh, enjoy your Monday night tonight. Um, thanks for tuning in to Garrison Talk Sports. One last thing, don't forget to tune in to my Facebook page, You Pick It, where I go over all the day's big games, all the day's uh, news that I think is worth mentioning. Uh, and the best highlights across the world of sports. Again, this has been Garrison Talk Sports on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in.